Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coming up on this week's episode, I review Nothing's Android Launcher, we get a new Kenobi trailer, and I review Moon Knight Season 1 and Picard Season 2. A. B. N. It's headphones nailed! What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you this week's um, episode full of all sorts of different reviews. So to start it off with this week's Android segment, um, last week we got the news that Carl Pay's Nothing Company had released their Nothing Phones launcher into the Google Play Store for beta testing. As of this recording, it is only available for Google Pixel and Samsung Galaxy devices to test and play out and play around with. We're not sure why uh, OnePlus devices were not included on that list, which, especially given his connection to um, the OnePlus company before. But if you head on over to APK Mirror, the um, you could install the app from there to test it out. So I did play around with it on my OnePlus 9 Pro. And so I'm bringing you that this review um, as of, or kind of from that point of view that um, I did have to sideload it. And so maybe not all features are working or not all um, capabilities are there yet. And as the um, um, launcher is still in beta form, not all features are probably built in, but I was able to launch it successfully, go through the setup process, and play around with some of the features. And overall, it feels a lot like what a basic, basic out-of-the-box, minimalistic launcher should be. So you get icon pack support, you get quick access to a Google search on your home screen, you have widget support and stuff like that. Um, it does have folder resizing, so that seemed like a pretty nifty feature where if you have a folder and you want to, for example, resize it to fit the icons better or move it closer to the bottom of the screen and things like that, then that's also an option. But the one downside that I found, and it goes back to potentially being in beta form or uh, potentially having a tie into the nothing phone, was that there is no double tap to lock feature or a quick and easy way to lock your device from the home screen so if you are on a oneplus device or coming from a oneplus device or even from another launcher like nova launcher having the ability to 
um, double tap on your screen, um, press your home button, have a home screen shortcut or something like that to launch your screen is a very nifty thing to have and especially not and especially not having to reach all the way up to your power button to turn your screen on and off is a very handy feature. So it's one of those things where I'm hoping they bring that into a future update. But overall, the Nothing Launcher is what a basic minimalistic launcher should be. Um, you have basic grid options, so I think it's only 4x4 and 5x5. You don't have very many settings, so you don't get bogged down with all sorts of different things. So it makes even the OnePlus launcher seem um, feature-filled um, next to the uh, Nothing launcher. So overall, if you... Um, in my opinion, it feels like a good start to a launcher. Um, as of this recording as well, it has like a 2.8 um, star rating on the Google Play Store. So I guess a lot of bugs or I'm not sure if it's that or people are trolling or people are expecting more from the launcher than they want or they're expecting more from the launcher than what it's supposed to provide. But for me, I would probably give them four out of five stars just because for me, having double tap to launch or lock your screen and unlock your screen is a pretty important feature to have. So um, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't give it five stars if that's added, because that's really the main thing for me is that, you know, having icon pack support is nice. Um, widget support and all that's great. But um, if it's not there, you kind of miss it and you expect it to happen. Um, everything else for me is kind of extra. So even like the home screen grid sizes, Having just the two options is nifty because they feel like it feels like they're picking the two sizes that are common. So you have four by five. So if you want that extra row or if you want five by five to have that extra space, those are all options. You're not bogged down with like the pixel launcher with the Google uh, pill thing at the top with the weather and um, upcoming calendar events and things like that. So you have that extra room to play around with. Um, they don't do, go too crazy with the padding, so if you're on the OnePlus launcher, it's kind of matching what you see there. So if you want a simple, easy to use home screen, then the OnePlus launcher, or the, sorry, the Nothing launcher is the way to go. So hopefully they um, ultimately unlock it and make it available for all Android um, devices, not just Pixels, the Nothing phone, and Galaxy S devices. So something that's worth checking out. Um, if you're coming from a OnePlus launcher, then it's kind of feel like taking away features, but if you're coming from the Pixel launcher, it's kind of a match, but it's kind of creating a more minimalistic version of that. And even you can say that the same thing for the OnePlus launcher, that if you want a more basic launcher, then the Nothing launcher is the way to go. And if you're on a Samsung Galaxy S device, then um, you're basically getting a more streamlined base level home screen that takes away a lot of those options so you're not bogged down looking for various things to change or um, adjust or anything like that. You just get a home screen that works. You can put um, icons and widgets and things like that and you're all set and then you swipe up to access all of your um, app icons. So that's all there is for this particular review. So with that, we'll jump into this week's Star Wars segment. For this week's Star Wars segment, I was originally just going to review the Star Wars Rebels episode Twin Sons from season three. I believe it's episode number 22. So that was just because I got to thinking about the binoculars view from the original Obi-Wan trailer 
um, of like what we assume is Obi-Wan looking at Luke, pretending he's riding a speeder or something like that. But we also got a new Kenobi trailer this week for Star Wars Day, which was super exciting for two front or on two fronts. The first was, of course, the one that's going around with the interaction between um, Owen Lars and Obi-Wan that um, Obi-Wan's telling Owen that at some point Luke is going to have to be trained. And Owen replies with, like you trained his father. So I, of course, really love that interaction. We kind of get that whole lore and expectation from, like, at least Star Wars Legends. And from my memory of it, that Owen and um, Owen and Obi-Wan came to disagreements about what should be done with Luke and the training and all that. And I guess because Owen knew, Owen Lars knew how, or about Anakin, how he was... And maybe he just has a general distrust of Jedi or because it's too risky that he doesn't want Luke to succumb to any of that. So all of that was definitely a very good presentation and introduction. And then of course at the end of the trailer we get the um, initial look and preview of Darth Vader being suited up. So we get his arm being put on and then his chest plate being put on with all the buttons and lights and I guess the main computer housing system. So um, overall all of that was good. It's as to the anticipation of what we expect from the Obi-Wan series or the Kenobi series. Um, but I got to thinking a little bit more after this trailer and that with the trailer what we assume is Obi-Wan looking over or looking through his binoculars at Luke may not actually be that. Um, I got to thinking, and I, after re-watching um, the episode on, from Star Wars Rebels, where we see um, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul's final fight, and then Obi-Wan goes to check in on Luke, that we might potentially, in this six-episode arc or story, that we actually get more backstory of Maul looking for, or finding... Um, Luke and uh, sensing the force presence in him but because of his anger for Obi-Wan that he wants to take Obi-Wan out first and then go after Luke and kind of add more weight to the question that uh, Maul asked Obi-Wan at the end of their fight that um, it, when he asked Obi-Wan is he the chosen one or is he that important um, something along those lines and um, Obi-Wan sa says yes he is in not in reference to Ezra or anyone else, but in reference in actuality to Luke or even potentially um, Anakin or Darth Vader. So in a 24 minute episode in Rebels, it's hard to convey all of that information. So we're led to assume some of that stuff. But I got to thinking that the binocular view, I mean, it could potentially still be Obi-Wan, but I'm also thinking that it could potentially be Maul scoping out the desert um, Maul sensing a force presence and it actually not being Kenobi that he senses it's actually either just Luke or the co combination of Kenobi and Luke so who he's seeing in his mind's eye from Rebels was that com combined force power so my thinking is that we're going to see the build up and potential um, meet up or fight between um, Obi-Wan and Vader. Um, at least a meetup for sure based on some of the images or at least the one image from the latest trailer. But we're gonna end the series with the a live action fight between 
um, Maul and Kenobi just to get that view. And then granted in Rebels, Obi-Wan see did seem like he was, I want to say closer to his older v look in A New Hope than he did with, than he did in um, Revenge of the Sith. But then based on kind of looking at the age of Luke from Rebels, um, it seems like he was maybe five to ten years old. So it just kind of feel, felt like the graying beard and the age and all of that seemed a lot further along in Rebels than it needed to be. So Kenobi might, or the Kenobi TV series, the live action one, might actually be kind of retroactively fixing that to because that Rebels was kind of doing what they needed to to get that scene done. But um, the Kenobi TV series is going to fix that and make it more tied in to fit the live action story that's taking place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. So that's all there is for that. So overall, I enjoyed the trailer. Um, I'm kind of hoping we do see a fight between Maul and Vader. I sorry, between Maul and Kenobi, even though that might be a bit much. Um, and same thing with a fight between Kenobi and Vader might be a bit much where Vader and Kenobi meet up and for whatever reason Kenobi's been put in jail but it all depends on if um, the episodes are all 45 minutes or closer to an hour long each um, or if they even ultimately plan to um, have a second season or something along those lines to have more Kenobi and this is just the first season to build up the um, story and time frame and lore between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope and then have more seasons to um, build up more of that story and lore to find out more of what's going on. So it all depends on what they anticipate or what they plan to do um, there. And as far as episodes go, I mean, with um, the easiest comparison to make for me is um, I, I actually I was gonna say Game of Thrones, um, but even there we had um, so it looks like the first season of Game of Thrones had ten episodes and Obi Wan has six. So granted, they do have four less episodes or four fewer episodes to work with, but potentially they can accomplish all of that as well. So we'll see how it goes, but that's kind of my expectation is that and anticipation that we get a Maul Kenobi fight and uh, definitely a Maul or definitely a Kenobi invader meetup um, to add to the weight of what is said in A New Hope even though it could potentially be referring to Revenge of the Sith but um, Kenobi probably pulled what he did on Grievous in, or pulled a Grievous and escaped Vader because he's overmatched and doesn't plan to escape and needs to spend more time protecting Luke instead of dying at the hands of Vader who potentially at that time even though Kenobi could potentially take out Vader would not serve a purpose because now Luke doesn't have a mentor and it's harder to get Luke to get to Dagobah or he's left more open to um, Vader and the Emperor and the, and the Inquisitor program that if his sense for sensitivity is um detected or um, ultimately discovered when Luke becomes older, then he, he could potentially be a part of the Empire War Machine and no longer becomes the new hope along with Leia and potentially even Leia who may not get discover her force abilities or um, doesn't become a um, Jedi or force user or something along those lines. Basically it changes the course of the Star Wars universe. So 
With that, we will see how it goes, but I am anticipating the Kenobi series even more now. So with that, we'll jump into this week's TV show reviews. So the simpler one to get through is Moon Knight, just because for me, I don't really have much to offer than the few updates that I've given over the past couple of weeks that Moon Knight feels like a mix between American Gods and Stargate as far as um, kind of the visuals of what they're trying to accomplish and then the story of Stargate where you have these various gods who are actually, I guess, actually gods. And then the story of American Gods where you have them meeting up, interacting through the human race and things like that. So I'm not quite sure um, of the um, reasoning or what the story or anything like what I guess the purpose of Moon Knight himself is I guess he's supposed to kind of be the um, anti-hero but it just feels like they're I, I don't know I, by the end of it I kind of was just wondering uh, why this story really should matter I did like the um, acting of Oscar Isaac throughout the whole series his facial reactions his enthusiasm his fear and all of that generally went over well with me but beyond that it didn't really give me a reason to want to watch it so if there were more reasons it would have just um, what I'm calling for the purpose sake of my um, podcast is the fear of the walking dead effect where you have a couple of good episodes but beyond that there's not really um much else to talk about or review or think about or anything like that so when you are watching the shows Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Unless you're a fan of the of Moon Knight or know the story or have read all the comics, that、uh, and you actually like do care about things like that, that you will want to watch it. But beyond that. For me, just like a layperson watching the show,、um, it's really hard to recommend it. So, if I was to grade the show, I'd probably give it about a C.、Um, because the acting of Oscar Isaac was good, the visual presentation was good. But as far as the story goes, I didn't really care too much for it. It just felt like they were, each episode was kind of just Oscar Isaac's character in a new situation of. What the hell is going on, kind of thing, or like what fresh hell is this? Like, basically, his reaction in、um, Star Wars The Last Jedi in the、um, little Skyhopper thingy on Crate、uh, um, during the Battle of Crate,、um, where he's like, What the hell is basically just is a big story arc based on that. So, if you're a fan of his, then watch it, or if you're a fan of Moon Knight, then watch it. But for me, because I don't know much of either, and it didn't really feel Like a reason to have a show, so it's kind of hard for me to recommend it. So, with that, I'll jump into the review for Picard season two, which feels like it was a lot better of a season than the first, just because it had a very important purpose in that we have them going back in time and、um, we have the continued story, or I, I want to say rehashing, but Because it's kind of merging the Q Borg storyline and with、um, Star Trek First Contact. But it was kind of hashing out more of the local story personalities and stuff like that. So we have the Borg Queen wanting to get reconnected, the whole reestablishing of Seven of Nine、um, as part Borg, part human. But I liked that. In her, the whole interaction where、um, she was explain, it was explained to her that the Borg don't have to assimilate for the per- sake of assimilation. They can assimilate for the benefit of humanity and not think of humans as a negative factor, but、uh, humans and hope as a positive factor to do more.、Um, so that was all good. And then I liked the returning of Picard and the whole scene at the end of the series with. Picard and Q talking about, and Q explained to Picard that it's a matter of why him or why me, as in Picard, why me. And because Q's timeline time is ending, that、um, it kind of, while he didn't say it explicitly, it kind of feels like they were going the route of having Picard join the Q continuum potentially and becoming a Q himself because his time is now ending. That if he now becomes immortal and thinks of because he wants to save and help everybody, but because he can't and kind of maintain a third party view of it, that that's potentially where he's going to go with it. And then, of course, the biggest revelation at the end of the、uh, season was、uh, Wesley Crusher showing up and not being Wesley Crusher, but kind of being basically the Picard version of. The TVA agent that we saw in Loki. So he's basically traveling across time now, I guess. So 
I kind of found that particularly interesting, so we'll see how it's going to play into season three and if he's actually going to play a role. Because my memory of it when we saw the casting announcement for season three is that Wesley wasn't going to be there. And I guess my memory, which I could be wrong, is that he wasn't going to be in it or he said that he wasn't asked. But it sounds like that he was only saying that just so he could, they could have this scene of him at the end of season two and keep that as spoiler free as possible so i'm kind of curious to see how they go in season or what they do in the next season if uh, picard ultimately becomes uh, part of the q continuum or bridges that gap um and then it sounds like they've discovered a new wormhole along the lines of what we saw in i think i want to say the delta quadrant for star trek deep space nine so We'll see how they handle that or if they tie that in with Discovery and bridge the two shows or do a crossover event or something like that. But overall, the ending to Picard seems like it landed very nicely to round out all the various storylines. And it just seems like they're doing a lot better of a job than Discovery. They're, they're keeping the storylines tight. They're not going too far all over the place, but they are establishing all the storylines. So... It just feels like everything is tied in together better, so I'm anticipating the next season of um, Picard with however they decide to go with it. So that's all there is for that. Um, as of this recording, the first episode of uh, episode of Star Trek um, Things Brave New Worlds or Strange New Worlds is out, so I still have to watch that. So we'll see how that goes, and I'll give my update next week if it was of particular interest or good or bad or anything like that. But I haven't seen it yet. So far, it seems like it's getting good ratings. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it's dealing more with Captain Pike. So I'm kind of curious on that front to see how they deal with that. But um, there's that. I'm continuing to watch Halo. So um, overall, it's okay, I guess. It seems interesting enough, but it's falling into the Discovery storyline where it's still. it feels like it's starting to rehash some of the same stuff over and over in each episode. Um... So, I don't know. We'll see how it lands and we'll take it from there. I'm still continuing to play Knights of the Old Republic. I've made it to Onderon, so I'm uh, working on that those story arcs now. Um, but I did get my dual-bladed lightsaber, or lightsaber, or I'm dual-wielding lightsabers that are pretty um, strong at the moment, or stronger than I remember having. Um, I did. I have made um, Beodur and the Disciple Jedi. And so now it's a matter of making Atten and Mira Jedi now. I think those are the only two characters left after that. Um, Visasmar and Kray are already Force users, so I don't have to convert them. But um, basically that's where I'm at with Knights of the Old Republic 2, so keep stay tuned on the YouTube channel for that, youtube.com slash PatelN01. And of course, that's all there is for this particular episode. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all that good stuff. Easiest way to support the show is on Patreon at patreon.com slash PatelN01, where I periodically give uh, bonus and upcoming content updates. You get a commercial-free version of the show and that sort of stuff there. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time. Hey, 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.